Lane Bailey Brewbaker. And I'm Abigail Spears Velasquez. This is Sick and Hilarious. Today, we want to ask the question, why Advent? Lane, when is the first time you heard about Advent? Well, I think the first time I heard about Advent was when I was in college and I was employed by a Methodist church. I was um, working as a children's coordinator. I think I talked about this in our very first episode, but mm-hmm. um, I it still makes me had laugh. been. <laughs> I had been working there for about six months, and this lady came in, and I was getting together the stuff for class, for the Sunday school class, and I was trying to decide what to do for Christmas. And when she came in, she was like, well, Christmas is obvious. We're going to do Advent. And I was totally (laughs) confused. I had no idea what she was talking about. I had to Google it. I had all of this curriculum about Advent. (laughs) And um, basically, I was just faking my way through it. I had no idea. Why are we talking about Isaiah to children? (laughs) What are these candles about? (laughs) So that was my introduction to Advent, was feeling like an outsider, (laughs) but needing to be the leader. (laughs) What Mm -hmm. about you? Yeah. Well, I grew up, well, we all know, Pentecostal, but my grandparents are Methodist. And we only ever went to their church one time a year. And that was mm. on Christmas Eve, the 11 o'clock Christmas Eve service, okay. which always ended with the lighting of the Christ candle. And then from the Christ candle, the whole congregation had those little candles, yeah. two candles mm-hmm. that were lit. Mm-hmm. And I grew up participating in that, but I didn't know that was Advent or that was the culmination of Advent, <laughs> the lighting of the Christ candle. And we went to my grandparents' church because Pentecostals don't go to church on Christmas Eve or Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I didn't realize that until later, till I was in seminary, probably doing my um, internship when I was introduced more uh, fully to the idea of Advent. But I had practiced it without knowing in a small way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm so, very yeah. familiar with that practice of having worship on Christmas Eve and the last mm-hmm. thing you do is light everyone's candle. And then on mm-hmm. like the last line of each verse of silent night, you like lift your candle up in the air. <laughs> it's like really beautiful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every year at my grandparents' church before they lit candles, the pastor would give this hilarious speech. And he's the same pastor. He's this really funny guy about not dripping wax on the carpet. <laughs> of course. Please don't drip the wax on the carpet. <laughs> of course. That's what we are worried about in our churches, the wax on the carpet. Well, he should just do what I have to do and give everyone a battery-operated candle. Because <laughs> there's no flames in That's prison. That's a great idea. <laughs> no, no flames in prison. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, why are we talking about this? Well, we're talking about this because we want to practice Advent together. Absolutely. We want to practice Advent with our listeners, but maybe some of our listeners probably know what Advent is, Mm -hmm. and some of them probably do not, Mm -hmm. if they are like us. So, I think before we can even talk about what Advent is, we have to talk about the Christian liturgical calendar. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And something that I've learned to love about the liturgical calendar, it's sort of, it's counterintuitive to, I don't, I guess the regular calendar that we follow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the secular calendar, which is also really odd because, you know, our calendar is, ba- you know, even our year based mm-hmm. on like the birth of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. We're in mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah. Um, but the Christian liturgical calendar is, liturgical means worship. So it is about the worship practices of the church and it guides the worship practices of the church uh, around the significant events um, in the life of Christ and in the life of the church. Does that sound about right? Yeah, <laughs> no, totally, right? totally. <laughs> yeah, I always say at the prison when I'm explaining stuff like this, I'm like, you know, the, it's the word liturgical. And I say, that's just a fancy church word that means like churchy things. <laughs> I'm, always, mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't need to remember yeah. it, but that's like what it means. Yeah. So I know like the Pentecostal church considers itself non-liturgical. And I'm wondering, do you know why? <laughs> Why did we not grow up doing things like this? I think it just stems <laughs> from like they literally threw the baby out with the bathwater. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> like babies don't and... get baptized. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That too. <laughs> and this, the whole. You know, let's start something new and fresh. Let's go back to the Bible. Advent isn't in the Bible, so we're not practicing Advent anymore. Because I'm sure the early Pentecostal fathers and mothers knew what Advent was. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they came from these mainline churches, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, But what is fascinating to me is that in the last few years, um, my home church in Cleveland, Peerless, uh, they've practice Advent. They practice lighting an Advent cal- uh, candle okay, uh, in the Sundays leading up to Advent. So I think it's kind of coming back around like, no, we can't just throw tradition out. Like there's a purpose behind this. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's not true across the board, but I see it popping up. And of course, Omar and sure. I have always practiced Advent within our church, uh, within our church convent context. Yeah. Um, yeah. Since we've been pastoring together for yeah. uh, 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think in hindsight, I did have things like an Advent calendar growing up when you would count down to Christmas. Mm-hmm. But that was actually mm-hmm. more of a secular Advent experience because you would open like a door and there would yes. be chocolate inside. And I mean, and yes. it was just literally like, we have 14 more days till Christmas. Because mm-hmm. as a kid, you're just like and it's looking forward. With Santa. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Santa Advent calendar is a little, doesn't make any sense, actually. <laughs> no. Um, and then before we get into it, it what are the different seasons of the liturgical calendar? Because Advent's the first one, but there's actually some other ones. Yeah, there's six seasons. So after Advent, what do we have? Epiphany. What is, um, mm-hmm. Well, we have Lent. Christmas and then Epiphany. Christmas, Epiphany, Lent. Paschal, yep. Pentecost, mm-hmm. and ordinary mm-hmm. time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did I hit them? <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Advent and Lent are kind of cousins because they're both preparation. Yes. They're both seasons of preparation. Mm-hmm. 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 And for two of the most significant events, right? For the birth of Christ and for the death of Christ. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. I think... Um, Advent is the beginning of the liturgical year. Yep. And it 
begins four Sundays before Christmas. Yes. In a traditional church setting. Um, and each Sunday a candle is lit. Do you know the order? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it changes. Or is it always Yeah, the I think it can change. I don't think that there's a, okay. it has to be in this order. And if there is that, mm-hmm. I've been a pastor for a while and no one's told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a Pentecostal, sometimes you don't have like those resources. So I'll just, you know, look at a church, any church, you know, Episcopal, yeah. Methodist. Yeah. And uh-huh. it just seems that everybody kind of does it according to their whim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or fancy. Yeah. Except for I the do Christ. know. Yeah. Christ <laughs> is last. And I think generally love is a different color on the wreath and love is third mm-hmm. normally. Yeah. It's it's the pink one. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we have peace, joy, hope, love, and the Christ candle. And mm-hmm. I love the way we all, we do it in our home as well, where we have our wreath and our candles. The Christ candle is in mm-hmm. the middle and it's surrounded by the four candles that we light mm-hmm. each week. And it's a really visual, It's especially for children, like this visual way of connecting with the season and with Jesus. And, you know, my kid's favorite thing is to watch the candles grow smaller. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, the first one you light is always the smallest at the end of of the season. Um, We also, Crawford and I will do Advent at home as well. And it always just has like a lot of, I think there's some symbolic meaning as far as it goes for living, living in the nor- Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> like um, Christmas seems to go alongside of where it's just getting darker outside generally and it's getting colder. Right. And so that's the practice of um, being in darkness and lighting a candle, just that mm. symbolism of light in the darkness mm-hmm. kind of. Just just the lighting of the candle itself seems sacred, and then the practice of kind of looking for these things, peace, joy, hope, and mm-hmm. love, in the midst of what can feel like a busy or sometimes, like, hard-to-get-through season for some folks. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I could just say what Advent is to me, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, rooted in Christian tradition, that it's like this practice of preparing ourselves for that mm-hmm. moment in which heaven and earth collided when Christ mm-hmm. came. Mm-hmm. And what I began to really love and became convinced that this would be a practice rooted in my own life every year. And even um, when I was thinking about having a family, that it's also a way of anticipating when heaven and earth will collide again and Jesus yeah. comes to make all things new. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of what sealed it for me that like, Especially growing up as a Pentecostal and like this um, very, this fascination with end times and Jesus' second coming and had never made that connection at Christmas with Jesus coming, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. the anticipation. And that Mm -hmm. really is kind of what sealed it for me in my heart and in desiring to make Advent a part of my my, uh, spiritual practice this time of year. So, Abby, why Advent? Why are we going to take time to dedicate four episodes to the season? Yeah, that's a great question. I think part of it is what you said earlier about 2020 being absolutely unexpected. 
And I think we are learning a lot about our inability to just be still (laughs) in the midst of all of this chaos and pandemic and social upheaval. So why Advent? Because I think it's going to ground us. I think it's going to ground us um, as we practice this Mm. ancient Christian tradition. It's going to be a way to, I think, make our roots Mm. go a little bit deeper. What about you? Yeah, I think that this is a pivotal time in a lot of our lives. I think for all of us who are living, we will be able to, we will look back and be see 2020 as kind of a marker. And there was probably a before 2020 and and then after 2020. And while living in the midst of that, we don't fully know how all of this is going to resolve, right? And um, I think that that's kind mm-hmm. of a really poignant time to be looking for Christ to arrive. And I think we live in mm-hmm. the truth that Christ has come and that Christ will come again. And like Christ is coming right now in our present moment. And we have to just develop the lenses to see and to find Christ in the moment. And so, yeah, I Mm -hmm. think that this is a really good time. And I think there's a lot of stuff going on. And I think that only Christ can transform Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity, even for myself. And if we're going to do this together, Mm -hmm. to teach us how to wait and anticipate. Mm -hmm. And I know there have been a lot of people waiting. There have been people struggling. They've restricted themselves off. Um, They've isolated themselves for totally valid reasons. Yes. (laughs) And it's hard. It's been so hard to wait and to anticipate. Mm -hmm. You know, I, we haven't been home to the U.S. in over well, it'll be a year, and that's been really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's going to just allow us to take a moment and relearn that practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm really looking forward to how we're gonna, what we're gonna focus on in these Advent mm-hmm. episodes. Um, so let's talk a little bit about where we're going, so people know what to look forward to. Yeah. So why Advent? We're gonna have five episodes. Um, I guess the fifth is our Christmas episode. <laughs> so four Advent yes. episodes, but we're going to include the fifth one in this series. So the first episode, are you anxious searching for peace? Yes. So we're going to talk a little bit about how all of us are probably have a lot of anxious <laughs> um, energy going on these days and, and, you know, and acknowledge that and then be able to search for the peace that Christ can bring in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our second episode is going to be, um, are you in despair searching for hope? Yes. <laughs> I'll just say yes. <laughs> and our third episode, which I am so excited about, are you lamenting searching yes. for joy? We're going to have the hilarious one and only Crawford Brubaker, spouse of Lane, Join us. <laughs> yes. He has just published a book about lament. It's called Alas. And so I am really excited for him to join us and to um, give us some insight about lament and how lament is the pathway to joy. Great. And then our fourth episode is going to be, 
Are you isolated searching for love? Mm. Yeah, I think that's going to hit home mm-hmm. for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And then our fifth episode is going to be sick and hilarious. Is there no place like home for the holidays? <laughs> <laughs> And we hope to have with us special guests, my sister Jillian Mm -hmm. and Lane's brother Jordan, because without those two, this podcast would not have likely been as professional as it is. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to have them on and talk about what it's like to go home for the holidays Mm -hmm. and whether or not we always, if that's always the best option for us. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love that we're rewarding the forced sibling labor of our siblings by enforcing <laughs> them to do more sibling labor. <laughs> that's right. I want to get Jillian to draw us to add like little Santa hats, but I think that's too secular for Advent. Oh, but I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll tell her. I Okay, so yeah, so why Advent? We want you to join us on this Advent journey. And Lane and I uh, have an Advent calendar for you for each day in Advent. So it'll be uh, for 25 days. And mm-hmm. each day has a word and a scripture on it. And just for you to take 10 minutes, 5 minutes out of your day to reflect on what it means that Christ has come Christ is come and Christ is coming. And you can do that uh, subscribing to our website at sickhoppodcast.com. There's a connect button and we will send you our sick and hilarious advent calendar. So just to repeat that, please subscribe to sickhoppodcast.com. Hit the connect button. It's super easy to subscribe. And then we will send you an advent calendar. So that's sickhapodcast.com slash connect. And just to be clear, it's going to be a digital calendar. No chocolates and no Santa Clauses. (laughs) This is a digital spiritual advent calendar. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what else I love about advent? And I'll just say this. I love that it's sort of like this counter cultural and even like a counterintuitive way of celebrating Christmas. I mean, Mm. we hear so much about like put Christ back in Christmas and somebody's like, no, put Advent back in Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So you want to be a Christian, like celebrate Advent. It's just not one day. Mm. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. So ever since I'll just add this, we, we want to help you practice Advent. We want Mm -hmm. to help you in your search for Christ and, We want to give you resources and we want to give you tips. And if you have anything for us about Advent, how you celebrate Advent, Mm. an Advent playlist, Advent spiritual practices, please uh, connect with us again on our website at sickhoppodcast.com or send us an email at sickhoppodcast at gmail.com and let us know. And we'll share those with our audience on our episodes. And we look forward to hearing from you. Bye, Abby. See you next week, Lane. Sick and Hilarious, produced by Lane Brubaker and Abigail Velasquez, with original music by Jordan Bailey and original artwork by Jillian Ivey. Thank you for listening.